welcome back. If you've been here before, welcome back. If this is your first time listening, welcome. This is the Alternate Hub Podcast. This is Project 3. Morning. It's not the morning and I just said good morning to someone. That's okay, we move on. I've also got a big furry mic sticking out at the bottom of my phone. Yeah, it's quite socially intimidating, but growth lies outside the comfort zone, guys. <clears throat> this project was an absolute joy to record, and I will admit I enjoyed listening back to it. I'm going to allow myself that I think there is some interesting points made, some interesting ideas chewed on. Yeah guys, I think you'll like it. Quick shout out, quick shout out to my uncle Paul. Long story short, when I was in Morocco, I was volunteering. I was alone for a lot, like, the first eight hours of the day in a country where, in a town rather, where not a lot of people spoke English. So there were some lonely days. It was a strange time. It was a beautiful time. I met many friends. I learnt a lot. I learnt a whole bunch about myself. But my uncle Paul definitely kept me company with hours worth of back and forth conversations via WhatsApp voice messages. Of course, truly grateful for the conversations. But one thing, guys, above all else, that he would always, 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 always hammer into every message was one message in particular be kind to yourself guys we've only got one mind chances are unless you're a perfect enlightened being your mind could do with some repairing and mine definitely can mine definitely needs repairing in many ways I think we all do. I'm kind of going down a rabbit hole. I'm just trying to say, yeah, be strict with yourself. Hold yourself to the highest of standards. However, we're all souls. We all hurt. We all have the capacity to hurt. We all have the capacity to hurt ourselves. So, be kind to yourself. If you can be anything, be kind. I've got a feeling that's a quote by someone, but I don't know who by, so... Yeah, shout out to them. Much love. Shout out to my dad. If you're listening, love you, big man. Shout out to my mum, if you're listening. Love you. What's the, what's the equivalent? 
I'm going to say big women, that doesn't really work. Love you. Honey. Honey. Love you, honey. <laughs> Guys, enjoy. Buongiorno, buenos dias, salamu alaikum, hello, guten tag, morning, afternoon, evening. In the spirit of episode two, I shall return with food on the menu today as a bowl of frosties because I'm feeling kind to myself. I've decided that while I'm back in Scotland for a bit, I'm going to put on some pounds. Don't worry, I'm doing some pull-ups, I'm doing some push-ups, albeit pretty unsystematically, which is not good, but I'm trying to improve, so... It's all about intentions, man. I'm gonna return with, uh, I'm gonna fill up my jar of water. And, um, yeah, I guess I'll come back with a bowl of sugar flakes and, uh, and, uh, and some milk. Yeah, some milk. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Bet. So guys, as I'm sure some of you might be aware, Mike and I love food, so I've not just brought a bowl of Frosties, I've brought other stuff, and I've also brought my brother. He's just in here to nap. Kelly! Kelly, out! Kelly's a legend. So, for a bit of weird context, if you're listening to this, there's going to be an 18 year old male in his boxers sleeping on the couch behind me. In a wooden box <laughs> on a planet. In a wooden box on a planet. Well put. <sighs> Is there anything you want to say, Mike, before you drift off into the land of REM sleep? Um, when you hear a, a big fat alarm going off, It'll be me and my phone getting up to no good. There you are. It's warm in here, it's a hot day today. Matt, would you mind closing the blinds or is that... No, that's actually... Would you mind turning on the wee fairy lights? I would mind to not. Right, hurry up. Now we've got some real ambience. Uh, how am I going to do this? I'll put the mic back in. On the 
on the subject of Mike's, not Michael Carr, even though that does that. Mike's real name is actually a microphone. That's what he tells folk. On the subject of Mike's, just made a new purchase. The road. The road video mic, me L. This mic, this, no. The video mic, me L, is high quality microphone. Doesn't even say a high quality microphone, no way. It's a high quality microphone for iOS mobile devices designed to give you incredible audio when shooting video. Blah blah blah, it also comes with a furry windshield suitable for filming in outdoor and adverse weather conditions. So it's perfect for a guy like me because I love very much to walk and talk and I don't like treadmills so I tend to walk outside and walking outside has its pros and cons. One of the pros is the nature sounds are lovely. So hopefully this new mic allows for a wee bit of nature noise in the background. I don't know if it will. Regardless, the if you listen to episode 2, the intro was recorded on an iPhone. And I think my phone does have some water damage and in general phone mics aren't going to be as good as actual mics so the audio quality was pants below average not good enough unprofessional sloppy lazy lax I'm sorry I'm learning it will not happen again because I'll now have a wee shotgun mic which actually looks totally like a shotgun it looks like a little It looks like a lightsaber and it just has one adapter that goes straight into the iPhone, which is perfect. Speaking of which, I need to set a wee timer. I've recently been doing something pretty funky with my brand flex. Um, letting them get soggy, it creates a really interesting cereal soup so if you've got a bit of free time <laughs> no, if you've got a bit of patience and you like bran flakes pour your bran flakes, submerge them in milk and set a timer I usually go for 27 minutes but I'm going to account for the fact that I've already had them sitting there and just put 17 minutes and when that timer goes off I'm going to, I've also got Frosties on the side, they're dry. Gonna add them. I've also got 80% of a glass with kefir, and then the final 20% is with some tropical juice. If you like, no. If you don't know what kefir is, Maybe you know what sourdough is. If you don't know what 
No, it doesn't really matter. Basically, kefir is a fermented milk drink. You have these things called kefir grains, which are like little milk blobs. You fill a glass with milk and add these milk blobs, these kefir grains. They basically eat all the milk and transform it into acids and alcohols. Sounds disgusting and to be honest at first it is. If you've listened to episode 2, whiskey is also disgusting but not everybody agrees and it's what people call an acquired taste. Irrespective of how it tastes, it's well good for you. If you've heard of Actamil, they're trying to sell you on the fact that it's got probiotics in it. Mm. Also, if you don't like the taste, you can just sweeten it with honey, sugar, if you really want. Fruit juice, put it in a smoothie, put it in your porridge. You don't have to drink it straight. So, typical yogurts that are like live, so you see like live bacteria yogurts and all that, they tend to have, I'm no expert, from what I've heard, they tend to have two to three probiotics. Kefir has 40. So it's good for you, fundamentally, but more specifically it's supposed to be good for your gut I'm well into that kind of stuff especially if it is hard to drink I love the idea of getting it done you because it's good for you so the reason we've just bought the mic Today, I went out to a location that I like recording from. Well, not a location, I like being in. An area I like being in. Tranquil nature vibes. And I was recording and I was like, oh, no way, this this flow of recording could easily become a podcast. But the quality's rank. So we need to get a mic. We've already thought about it before. And I phoned Mike and I'm like, he's still on board with getting a mic and he said aye. So went back, did some research. Boom. And when I was in this tranquil nature location, I was listening to the start of a podcast Joe Rogan did recently with Anthony Oliver. Let me just double check, I'm thinking it might... Oliver Anthony, the guy who sang Richmond, North Richmond. Great song. And they... I'm only like 20 odd minutes into it, but they ended up talking about... Joe Rogan was... complimenting his voice and how he can't describe it, but there is an aspect of it that is sort of 
relatable because of its authenticity. That's how I'm interpreting these words. The guy, I've actually just forgotten it now, is it Oliver Anthony, Anthony Oliver? That's poor, but he's got a big, beautiful beard. Oliver Anthony, okay. His name's Oliver. Okay, Oliver. So Oliver then says, he's never had singing lessons, and so his voice is a little rough around the edges, but it's just the way he sings. And then Joe Rogan mentions this really interesting phenomenon that you see often, which is and you see this across all aspects of life, but specifically art forms. And business ventures, which I think aren't the same sort of thing. Passions, things where people follow their heart, essentially. And it's, there's a certain trend to be successful, you must do this. And then someone comes along, completely lives besides the rule, does their thing in their own way and is super successful. And I totally related to that. I totally agree with that. And those are always the people that I admire the most, is the people that do something really well, but in a an unconventional way. And I related it to the podcast because and I was speaking to Mike about this the other day we went to Inverugles or Inverugles I'm Scottish and I do not know how to pronounce the Scottish name but it's a beautiful part of the world specifically a beautiful location to watch the sun set on the loch but just just to look at the loch in general it's a beautiful place, truly. I would recommend that you go. If you live in and around the area, I would urge you to go. And so, Mike and I listened to episode two on the way there, and then Mike was giving me some feedback on what he thought and overall there was a sort of general conclusion that fundamentally if I love what I do and I keep doing it no if I love what I do it won't be a problem to do a lot of it. And if I do a lot of it, I will get good at it. And if I get good at it, it will make money. 
the money thing is separate I actually don't know why I said that but that is a really important concept that's not what I was originally going to speak about authenticity is actually what I meant Oliver Anthony his voice sounds authentic he sounds like he genuinely feels what he's singing about in that song I've only listened to that song but it's a great song and I think the authenticity does shine through and I think that's something that I really value in people in art in music movies podcasts colleagues family members everything I definitely value authenticity there's a no, it doesn't matter I'll go back so for me it was a big step if you've listened to episode 2 you'll know it's pretty wacky it's pretty unrefined it starts off pretty boring but eventually there is I think at least some value in it and over time that will become more streamlined hopefully there will be less boring bits it will be less unrefined and it will be sharp and more valuable for you, the listener however it was a piece of piss to record I absolutely love doing it just like I'm absolutely loving doing this and therefore I must have been in the the state of flow when I was recording it. Michael just snored there. I don't know if the mic picked it up. It's really warm in this wooden box. No wonder they build saunas out of wood. Yeah, so we were staring at the lock and it was picturesque and beautiful. And I was basically saying it doesn't matter how good the podcast is now. It doesn't matter how good my skills are at editing and I don't even know what the skills are I need to develop this is how simply I'm making it what matters to me most is see episode 177 see as long as that is authentic and true to me I think inevitably no rewind inevitably success we all know stay consistent work hard keep doing it you'll get good and it'll be successful we all know that but if episode 177 is not authentic if I listen to that and feel like I've got a mask on mission failed 
Truly. I think that's so important. I think that ideal alone transcends all transcends all all else there's a quote if a man doesn't know to which port he sails no wind is favourable if a man does not know to which port he sails no wind is favourable you're at sea and there's a big gust of wind and you've got a sailboat that wind can either be helpful or unhelpful depending on the direction it's blowing in But fundamentally, if you don't know where you're trying to go, you're always going to be lost. So for me, I am trying to be authentic and true. And definitely there are granular aspects of podcasting that I will need to improve on editing audio quality articulation consistency that's sort of wider than podcasting but yeah editing being articulate and yeah audio quality I suppose managing my hardware I suppose it is hardware software and what I'm saying I wonder what category that comes under hardware software and service I suppose anyway these are specifics but if I'm not being authentic I cannot edit it to be authentic so that is the port to which I am sailing authenticity being true to myself um, yeah and I think that is such a fundamental idea to learn if you've ever seen the film Moneyball really good film it's about it's a, based on a true story I believe I am 100% sure it is based on a true story 
It's about a guy takes over a baseball team. Oh. It's cereal time. Guy takes over a baseball team. No, do you know what? It doesn't matter. They sign this player who his statistics were better Did you dream? I think so. I was talking about authenticity. I went to sleep when you were talking about kefir and about putting it in smoothies. We could calculate how long ago that was. No, it doesn't matter, but I was going to say that's what I done. Smoothie with kefir this morning. And how was it? was banging but I would recommend <laughs> add cook, cooked oats or normal oats but add a wee bit of oats just to kind of bulk it up man it's good to have a bit of thickness to it and not just a liquidy smoothie a thick smoothie's the future mate blended up fruit bana- blend, blended up bananas you name it So I was talking about authenticity, right? Mm-hmm. And I was about to mention the film Moneyball. Mm-hmm. And there's that guy who's a pitcher. So he throws the ball. And his stats are better than his... than his value would suggest. Mm-hmm. So he's undervalued, essentially. But there's a reason for that, and it's because he throws the ball in a really weird way. A way that if you went to baseball, ball throwing school, they would tell you it's wrong. And what does that, what does that tell you about authenticity? Well, he, he has his own way of throwing it. He has learned that his body works in a certain way and he's just accepted that that it's alternate it's different yeah but he's staying authentic he's staying true to it and it, and it works for him and to make things cooler the actor that plays him if I'm not mistaken is also the guy in that drumming movie no I think it's Starlord Oh, it might be Chris Pratt. Kelly knows who Chris Pratt is. Jeez, sorry. Is that Frosties? Mm-hmm. Can I have one? Can I have some Raban Flicks? Please. Oh, is there Kefir in this? Mmm. Right, peace out.
Love you, bro. Peace. So, Michael didn't say how the brand flicks were, but I think he went, hmm, so we need to see. So they're totally sogged up. They're very soft indeed. Let's give it a taste, just the brand flicks. Sorry, I've came back in to ask. Are you having the stew before we go to work? I've not thought that far ahead. Just because it's two o'clock. I don't know, sorry. Okay, because I'm going to have some. Just if you wanted to eat it with me. No, thanks. Okay, I'm going to eat it there. Right, please. You can come and eat it here if you want. You do like a mini podcast. I'm doing a podcast and now you're welcome to eat it here. Okay, I'll see what happens. Right, catch. That's another thing. This is solo just now. Oh. But. Inevitably, there are going to be other people on with me. And, in fact, that was actually a significant discussion in the decision-making behind buying that mic. It's one mic, it looks like a lightsaber, it's just a stick, a black chunky stick that plugs straight into your phone and it's a shotgun mic which means it picks up audio from one direction and blocks audio from the opposite direction which is ideal for solo podcasting <clears throat> not ideal for dialogues interviews duo podcasts however that's not what's going on right now. Focus on the task at hand. Right now the bulk of the podcast is solo podcasting. Michael's got his own commitments with the YouTube channel. So yeah, we've got a trivia. I want to have some of these frosties. But as I say, inevitably there will be... I think I just dumped them all in. Yeah, I'm going for it. Inevitably there will be other people on and I look forward to that. There are many ideas turning through my head. Crunch balanced with the the sog. Marvelous. 
I'm just going to say exquisite. I kind of gave up too fast. There's probably another word. Exciting. One could also say interesting. Brings me on to another idea, which is the idea of style. I think it was Charles Bukowski. Right, as a quick aside, if you listen to episode two, there was points throughout it where I was like, I was writing down things to remember to link. Maybe I should just do that upon re-listening. I realistically, I'll download this, go a walk, re-listen to it, and as I listen, take notes. Guys, if you're listening to this and you've listened to episode 1 and 2, and you're now on episode 3, you're coming along for the journey of... becoming an effective podcaster. As with anything worth doing, you start off as an absolute you start off knowing nothing. This is all learning. Which is fun. Well not fundamentally. It's interesting because, well, let me just eat my Frosties now. Now if you've got sharp ears you'll notice a crunch element has completely subsided. The Frosties have also succumbed to the SOG. And you can look at that in a few ways. You can go, wasn't fast enough. I should have added them in periodically to maintain that initial period of maximum crunch or you can say the sun is shining I'm doing what I love and I've got a bowl of frosties and bland flakes that are soggy and it's delicious so perspective Mm. Mmm. 
style. I think it was Charles Bukowski. I don't know. But someone, somewhere, someone said, whatever you do, do it with style. And of course, as with anything, there are infinite ways of interpreting that. The way I interpret it links somewhat to that baseball player who throws the ball in a wacky fashion. He does it with his own unique style. But you can eat your brand flakes with style. In fact, I think Joe Rogan talks about that or talks about it one time. Live your life as if you're being followed by a film crew documenting your success story. Whoa, that's actually a great bit of advice. I only just let that sink in. Definitely, but see if you don't treat your brand flakes. No. I'm just saying you can treat your brand flakes like it's an art. And it's kind of fun. For me as well, it adds more enjoyment to smaller quantities of food. That's quite sad saying it out loud. Get over it. Uh, me and Michael speak with us all the time. We've got an issue with food. We're pretty obsessed with food. We're always talking about it. We love it. We truly love it. But of course, as with anything that you love, you need to watch that you don't do it too much. And well, the now we're both in good shape. I'm the leanest I've ever been. I'm in the best shape I've ever been for sure in my entire life. However, in fact, no, that's not true. I don't know. It doesn't, it's irrelevant. I'm in really good shape. I'm definitely the leanest I've been, which is good. However, it doesn't mean I've got a good relationship with it. It's all about your relationship. And as we talk about food and our relationship with food, who walks in? A man with food. We need to get some sort of... I opened that window or something, or was that too, too loud? Far too hot in here. Well, you've got a fleece on. I know, I'm just about to get topless, but... I'm topless for reference. Without that, it is hot as shit. Talk us through the ingredients of your stew, Mike. Talk us through the process, if you will do us the honour. Um, full onion. Actually, two full onions. One red, one clear. In a bowl, and then I only used half of that mixture. All diced up. 
then you put some easy garlic inside some easy garlic inside some easy ginger um, soy sauce ramen paste um, some milk and then dump the liver in let that marinate for however long it took for the guests what? the listeners you'll need to clarify what dumping the liver in is referring to liver cubes dumped into that pot pan ox liver ox liver then while that's all happening start boiling veg I put sweet potato potato also put some chickpeas carrots and that was that and then once that's boiled over a good bit add the marinated mixture and then just let that sit in a pot easy reheated put that in the fridge reheat that the now easy does mmm plenty of salt and pepper at all times you mean like salt and peppering throughout the process mm-hmm while tasting it mm. the liver is quite nice and undercooked by the way no it's not it's just super soft can I try it please yeah. But if you remember right, oh, it's nice and warm. Oh, it's lovely. When, when we've done this in the past with liver, mm-hmm. and we've cooked the meat, and then like further cooked it, it becomes quite dry. Yeah, it's kind of dry there. Is it? It's good, but I don't care what they says. That's nice. I just like it. Mm. I'll have another bit, aye, as far as. Wow. That is delicious broken grass. Did you set a timer this time? How long have you been going for? Hmm. Did you manage to work it out? If it is six? Yeah, there's literally a drop down. Oh. How long have you been going then? 48 minutes? 48 minutes, they'll be cut. There'll be a portion of it that's cut. So maybe 40 minutes, 43 minutes. So we're both working at 5pm. So we'll leave at 4pm, drive for 25 minutes, and then get a wee nap before we start. Einstein said, it's better to be two hours early than one minute late. Who's Einstein?
Einstein's that guy that thought black holes existed and then decided, nah, they definitely don't, and then died before we ever discovered them. Betty. That's awkward. Well, it's only awkward if you assume that death leads to the inevitable, sorry, the endless abyss, endless darkness. What if, when you die, you just go to Earth 2.0 and it's just a better version of Earth? And then you live another life and you die and then it just keeps getting better the whole way up. What, and you never know? What version's what? Look, with that theory... Would this be my version one because it's all I remember? Yeah, I was saying that from the perspective that you would remember your previous life. Mm. And every single life, you have all of the memories of your past mistakes and inevitably you rectify them in your next life. We watched Tron Legacy the other day and it reminded me of a great word. Rectify. What does it mean? Well, figure it out from the context. Uh, uh, well, in the show, you see the rectify our games. But I, I don't see what happens to the people that get rectified. Hmm. Rectify means to correct something which is incorrect. Okay. Or broken. Or not perfect. It is warm in here for sure. So we're working at five. I'm working behind the bar. I think I said that in episode two. And Michael works. How would you describe your role? Um, I would call it a waiter. At this point. Do you set tables and take their orders yet? I feel like you're basically there. I have sat people down and I have taken people's orders before. And what my main job is to bring food to tables and set and clear tables, but obviously with that comes people going, can I order dessert and I'll come over and take their dessert or can I order drinks and I'll take their drinks. So really, it's a waiter. Mm. So Michael's a waiter and I'm a bartender. And it's class. It is class. And why is it class? Well, it's a pretty tightly run ship. 
All of the food is homemade. You get to see banging food. You get to see banging food, but the staff are professionals, man. It's so impressive to be in and around an environment where people are just good at what they do. And I definitely agree that well the quote is if you're the smartest person in the room you're in the wrong room. But intelligence can be swapped in and out for any form of skill. If you're the best at something in the room you're in the wrong room. If you're the best football player in your team perhaps you should consider moving to a better team. That's basically because... Well, do you agree with that? I think you should always push to go in your zone of uncomfortable. But in terms of... We're working at a bar... Or working as a waiter... Really, we're doing it because... You get a wee job before travelling... Part-time... Same place, same time to allow for us to have the same days off to get shit done. And it's an ideal professional working environment. Yeah, it's also class for those reasons as well. We both work the same shifts. Which in terms of It's just good vibes, really. You feel less... I, I personally feel more up for going to work knowing that Mike's going to work as well. Before I was working a job, Michael wasn't, and it was... It was psychologically draining knowing that I was going to just work for hours and Mike was... Just driving about, delivering parcels and editing YouTube videos and that. But that's not to say um, we can't not work together ever in our lives. But I think, realistically, we're not in Scotland for long. For what our goals are, it makes no sense for us not to be doing the same job when it is possible. Because we, we've only got a limited amount of time to do the things that can only be done in the in the country of Scotland. So it's pretty stupid having different days off if you want to be efficient. As you said, when it is possible, it's totally doable. Exactly. So for that, I am grateful. Take this as a moment to be grateful for something. I'm grateful for the sun. Yesterday me and Mike spent all day in the sun. And it was roasting toasting. I think I'm still recovering. Yeah. Absolutely. I'll be having a cold shower before we leave. Death was, mate. Thinking about it now... Aye, we were far too... Long in the sun. Mate, I napped in the sun for half an hour. Which was not part of the, the napping 
rule book, 20 minutes max. You were lying in direct sunlight for 30 minutes, nothing. I thought you were partially. I think I was partially in. I woke up pretty spaced out though. I will never forget. Spain with the school. Sun cream on, lie down in the sunbed at the water park, ready to just have a wee nap with sun cream on. Everybody come on into the hot tub, we're going to get a big group photo. Jump in the hot tub, obviously loads of chlorine. All the sun cream straight off. Back on the sunbed. Pan fried, man. Cooked. Cooked. And then, what actually... What I don't get is... Oh, no, just keep going. Go. So, Mrs... I won't mention names, actually. I don't know what the vibes are with that, but one of the teachers pushed strongly, like, took me aside and spoke to me soul to soul. I don't care what you're saying, you need a lot of cold showers. I'm so grateful for that. Fast forward to the end, it's like 7pm and I'm... She's like standing outside the shower, like, get in that cold shower, I don't care. Brilliant. And it actually wasn't that bad, because when you're sunburnt, a cold shower is nice. Mm-hmm. But because of how long she insisted me to be in, she brought a chair for me to sit on in the cold shower. And I remember sitting in the chair, like, white plastic chairs you see in Spain. Mm-hmm. Cold shower on, and I was just, like, closing my eyes, essentially meditating. And then all I hear is, what are you doing? Matthew, what? Get back in the shower. And I'm like, what? Open my eyes, the shower's off. I had essentially blacked out and whacked my head off the handle and turned the shower off. No, you didn't. How mental is that? Holy shit. Is that true? Hmm. Memories are strange things. On that note, that's an hour. I'm pretty warm. I'm happy to call it there. It's up to you. It's totally up to me. Are you getting nervous what I say? Oh, he wants to keep going. Do you know what you could do? What? You could do a wee solo section and I'll go have a cold shower. No, because I want to have a dessert, is what I was going to say. Oh my god. And 10 pence for 5 chocolate donuts. Recently I've been loving chocolate. That's not true, that is not true. Recently I've been loving sweetness. And when we were in Asda and I saw 10 pence... For five chocolate donuts. How many calories per donut? Oh, 200. I thought it was 177. Maybe it is. I thought it was 200. Well, estimated 150. Either two way. Pence. Two pence for e- 150 calories. Either way, it took me... It sent me back to the past of going in there, 10 pence donuts back in the day. Easter vibes buzzing and I felt the need to get it so they're in there there's one left and I th- I'm thinking about 
microwave, get it piping hot, frozen banana on the side, wee bit of peanut butter. Or not, I don't know, I'm actually, I'm saying it out loud, I'm like, come on. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I just had a big bowl of stew with the good nutrients and then I'm going to do that. Do I want to do that? Is that what I want to be doing? Maybe not. Balance. Michael's got a tattoo that signifies balance. Yeah. Pranked. It is a difficult dance. I actually mentioned it in episode two. I mentioned when my stomach will feel so bursting with food that I feel anchored to my seat. And my brain will say, have a bowl of cornflakes. I don't think you are at that point of fullness, but... Let me stand up. If you had to fight off some sort of wild dog, do you think you would be better served? No. Do you think you would be better fueled if you had frozen banana, peanut butter? And a, a donut. Or do you think you'd rather fight it just now with less? Yeah, I don't know. Hang guys as well, I had a nice big protein shake oh, a breakfast as well, so it's not as if all I've had is a stew. I'm just thinking because we're not going to... We're, we're obviously going to work and then not eating at all and then coming back. That I have to. Well, we will need to call us here because we've got stuff to. to do as well. I, I need to cold I think I'm going to meditate then cold shower. Just think about my thoughts. And then I think ultimately what will end up happening is it's just a wee spoonful of peanut butter with some salt on top. Did you try it? Oh, it was good, aye. I tried it. It's my new favourite. For those of you who like peanut butter. If you're open to just spooning some peanut butter into your mouth, not with the bucket below you or the jar below you, as if it's like a Ben and Jerry's, but you go up to the jar or the bucket, take a spoon and walk away with the peanut butter in your mouth as if that's a snack. If you're open to that, I would highly recommend you put a wee bit of salt on it. It adds a new dimension. Aye, starts off in 3D and it turns into 4D. That is an expensive cinema ticket. And the beautiful thing about this ticket 
the only ticket required to enter the alternate hub podcast is it's actually not there is no requirement it's completely free it's on the internet but what I would ask of you is you open your mind to change changing your mind is healthy human beings are highly adaptable learners you got a quote for us to end it don't rush it Anna from Frozen just do the next right thing do the next right thing Oh, what should I do? Well, what's the next right thing that you should do? Or, what should I definitely not do? Don't do that. Mm. And after saying that, I'm patching the donuts. <laughs> maybe tomorrow, maybe another day, but no, I'm not eating a donut right now. Thanks again for listening, guys. If you're new, welcome. If you're... Uh, if you've been here before, welcome back. If it's sunny outside and you've not been out in the sun, get out in the sun. It's good for you. It's good for your soul. If you've got someone in your life that is alive and within 15 minutes journey and you've not hugged them recently you can make that happen yourself it is a good thing for everyone involved and felt some resistance there but I'm going to just roll with it you don't have to take my advice obviously you don't have to listen to me obviously if you are listening to me that was a conscious decision good on you good on you as well for staying vigilant and for doubting every single utterance that I make here's what I'm going to leave it on guys pay attention to what you say. If that strung a chord, I'll leave a link. Keep it real. Work hard. Tell the truth. Be kind. Much love. Keep it real. Thanks again for listening, guys. I really appreciate it. So does Mike, but he's away. I look forward to the return with the shotgun, Mike. Shout out to Amazon for delivering stuff rapid. It's awesome. Shout out to Kefer. 
Shout out to Rhino Shield, fantastic phone cases. Shout out to major cereal brands because although they have I don't know if they're good guys or bad guys. I think everybody's kind of good, kind of bad, yin-yang and stuff, but Frotties and Branflex, man, what a treat. I need to pee, so I'm, I need to go, but uh, I do things with style as well, see even if no one's watching. Yeah, don't know where I'm going with this, but thanks again for listening, guys. It's an awesome thing that I'm finally here. It's been a long time coming, and to think that maybe even one person out there actually enjoyed, learned, smiled, or got something out of this is an incredible idea. I sure am working in the hopes of that being the reality but I'm just trying to do good things regardless. Keep it real guys. Thanks again. Peace. And that is how Project 3 has ended. As I've said probably a few times at this point I'm totally winging this podcast thing. I'm just trying to speak from my soul. and stay true to myself but I think an outro is a good idea so this is the outro thank you for listening I'm going to leave you with a quote Mm. Actually, I'm not going to leave you with a quote. I'm going to leave you with a poem that I wrote. The end portion of the poem is a direct quote from the Buddha himself. So, I cannot be credited with that. but the rest also didn't even come from me. It came from the Muse. Shout out to Stephen Pressfield, again, Turning Pro. He's the guy that wrote Turning Pro. The War of Art, the book, just arrived today. I'm very excited to read it. Here goes the poem. As the sun sets, And we forget our frets. Think of passing time. As the moon rises, the night will surprise us. But to time we must resign. It's here and new all that is true and the present lies the key
let go of what was, accept what is, and have faith in what will be. Until next time, peace.